He says, you want to raise them up. There's two things involved there. One is, means it's the counting, and one you also want to raise them up. Now, how do you raise them up by counting them? That's, that's one point. And he says, each guy has to give a kaifa nafshik. You have to give a redemption of the life. So, Trashi, why? Because when you count somebody, you're putting him in like there's my gayfa and stuff. This danger comes in, right? And uh, in order, he shouldn't be any nafkin, be counted. You know, so the first kaisha we have normally, like, you know, God, you don't want us to count. So, what are you giving us a mitzvah to count for? You know, and if you give us a mitzvah to count, so why are you going to give us a punishment for doing the mitzvah? Right? So, it, it, obviously, with Pshat is, you got to say that the Benisham really wants a mitzvah to count. Why? I want to know how many good Jews there are. Okay. For instance, we're gonna we're, we're supposed to mizaki uh, the world. So I want to know how many good tzaddikim you have in the world over there. Uh, like an army, if you want to go out and you want to know how many how many soldiers will you put in the field? We'll say, well, we have a million uh, population of a million uh, of the right age. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you have soldiers. I have four Ds and four Fs, and uh, I have uh, I have a bunch of guys I can't put in the uh, in, in down there. So what are you telling me that that's the reason I should put them there? So all of us, I want to know who is the guys that are eligible to go to the front. That's what he wants to know. I want to know who are the tzaddikim of the world that I can rely on, right? So therefore, I want you to count those tzaddikim. Each person, by giving his matzah shekel, is going to claim I am one of the ones should be counted. I am one of those people, right? And right, uh, uh, what the truth is, he's not. He, he's not. He, he's not. He did not reach his potential. He's, he's not there. So therefore, what's going to happen? Therefore, he, he's, he's really not loyal to go to the army over there. So therefore, that's the thing there that. That he that he that, that he's going to have to give kefanafshe because I said I am and I'm not. That's the point. Now is he mi- he miss he li- he lied if you want to put it that way. So therefore, that's a shame. Okay. Now where do you see that we do such a thing? You know that there's this type of thing that you know we want you to try, and at the same time we may know you may f- you may fail. And because you may fail, you have it out that you're, yeah, that it's a kefenafshi, yeah, okay. So I think we have it by Kovanoyla. In other words, first of all, like I said, like the the, 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 the purpose of a Shkarbanoyla is to show that I believe everything is my Kodesh Bohu. And therefore, by, 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 by destroying an animal completely, Buddha uh, it sees I rely on a Kurdish Bohu that if he wants me to have it, it will give me back of equal value. Or if not, he doesn't want me to have it. And if he won't give it back to me. And I don't feel any distress at all by the fact that I that I wasted this animal because I believe it's all Manashamayim. So there's nothing for me to be distressed about. So if that's the case, so uh I I so now and what happened when the chef the behemoth and all of a sudden you give a twinge, oy vey, what a waste, right? And so therefore the carbon is now possible. You didn't you didn't pass the test. 
אבל למעשה, the Benchelum, because he made the, uh, the fire come down first, that to make it a reach nechoyach, that anything you put on the mezbeach is going to be a reach nechoyach. So therefore, it's not a psul in the, in the coven. So that's a really good, it'll be all right. Uh, the other one is by benching, that you find that it says, Lisa Hashem is pun of Elecha, Yosem Choshom, so the Gemara said was, that the, uh, that, that the I give you favoritism to call you so. So, uh, favoritism to you. So the Midas Adin came to the Benshim and said to him, how do you show favoritism? He said, I don't show favoritism. So how do you show favoritism to the Jew? So he says, don't they deserve it? I, yes, I said, I only expect uh, that people should give me um, and uh, praise me, whatever it is, when when they're satisfied. But they don't need satisfaction. I don't demand from them they should give it to me. Uh, but what? So he said, and these people, when if they eat a kezayis or kebeya, they already bench. So what's the cash? It's a bochlavatola. If it's not the shears, it's a bochlavatola, right? Now, Rachel says, no, I'm not talking about the Rabbonidical law here. Talk about the Daraisidical law. Now, if you show, if you feel gratitude, you must show it. That's the point. A Yid feels gratitude by Kezayis and Kebeya. Even though technically he doesn't have, he shouldn't feel until he eats the Chaltus until you're full. But if I feel gratitude before I'm full, I also should thank a Kodesh Bohu. That's the time. And they do that. And that's why that could be, that's the rises of Chikriyu. And they would, it without a lot of caches on the sugi of a son that's not by mitzvah, how he bites you the father, in what case it's talking about. And this would be negated in, the, in, the, in that sugi over here in Inyon. Um, so you see, the Rabbonin then came along and said, since there are such people in the world, that can actually feel gratitude and misachiv on us to teach everybody in Kali Yisrael to be such a person. And how do we do that? By mechaiv them, the bench, every time the edik is Ayesha Kebeya. So that's the, uh, so the, that, that's how it goes the two together. Okay. The Roshiva is that's how also a, a, a different thing on this, on the, um, we read Bamidbar uh, always before uh, before Shavuos. Yeah, that's an integral part of Shavuos, that we count the people of Klai Yisrael. Why? Because they had this Masa Shekel business, and we're counting them just like Moshe Rabbein was one. Every one of you that was being counted here is counted as one. So therefore, we're one. So therefore, for one, that we're equal to Moshe Rabbein, meaning that it's beyond to become the terror to become that as great as I can become. Words, that was the point. The Rabbi can become as great as Moshe Rabbeinu, but I can become a point where I live up to my potential that I can become. So that's what the Benjamin wants from everybody. It's a chizuk to tell you that we counted you as one. That means the terror we gave it to you too, and you're fully responsible and and able to understand and can know. Then it tells you the union that you that the union that uh, yeah that each person has to give only a matzah shekel, not what he goes. So you can say first of all, 
for dealing in tshuva for this union of not reaching potential, that's the chet of a masa shekel. So it does make a difference. It didn't make a big, a lot of potential, a little potential. But the ikel is you didn't reach potential. Mechiv to give a masa shekel already. Uh, then there's other things that goes on. Someone for the adonim and the adonim went that everybody has to be equal because you're going into uh, an union of uh, foundation of cloudy soil. Everybody has to be equal in the foundation. And I guess there's probably more reasons why you can figure out why in the Masa Shechem Kobanis, then the Masa Shechem went for Kobanis. So obviously you can't have one guy having more of a chalik in the Koban than the other guy. So therefore, everyone is the same. You make a kia, and we'll talk about that more by Tashis by Yakil. So we don't really have to talk about the kia now. But they say it's like, how does it become holy? The water that they put into the kia is not shot that they become holy by washing uh, from the kia. The kia was already has cold water in it. Now they made it. The water became holy in the kia. Now I'm putting holy water on my hands. The thing is, I somehow. It's 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 magdish the koyin to do the avoda. In other words, I'm not going in cold. I'm making my preparation of of, 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 of dealing with with kedusha before I get into the mice of the koyin, or actually coming into the magdish. Yeah. And talking about how to make them uh, the uh, summum of. Uh, of the uh, of, uh, of um, the Sharon Mishko. So he tells you to put in a tremendous amount of it seems, I mean, whatever the weights are, it seems to be big numbers 500, 250, 250 again. And then putting in a hint of oil. A hint of oil is. Uh, is is four is, is four leviathan is uh, twelve ounces approximately twelve ounces of oil. Uh, usually the oil when you when you're putting it into spices you won't get absorbed in the spices and stuff like that. Now obviously it's not going to happen over here. It's uh, going to become it remains a a a a, a shaman, pure oil that you're able to to use the shaman mission with only one hint. And that hint did everything for all times. So it's a, it's obviously a big mess involved here. It didn't happen. You know, it's not normal what the thing is. It's a mess. So when you tell me anybody that makes it like that, you know, it's high Misa. I mean, you can't make it like that. It's a mess. So I think all of us, even, even if you would use other means, like, like what's, uh, well, I don't want to say magic and stuff, because that itself carries its own oinish. But uh, it'll be besides that oinish of magic or whatever, or someone else made the magic, and you're just using it, uh, it still would be awesome, even though it's through a miracle, or however the guy made it. What? Or should the attempt to make it is what the tailor doesn't want. I don't even want to attempt to make it. Then he talked about the Kiteris Asamim, which is what we use the Kiteris every day. Now, one strange thing about the Kiteris is, you know, 
if you take uh, Rabbanus in the morning, when it talks about the Keteris over there, it says, for uh, Machse, you're, uh, you're allowed to make the same same proportion, Machse. Shlishi Raviyah Leishamani. Shlishi what What's the difference, a half and not a half? I mean, the proportion is there. The truth is the Keteris is never the same Keteris every, and any one day. Every day is different than the other day. What do you mean? That's the same ingredients. Yeah, but we had to mix them up. And we made them up, mix them up as much as we can. But no matter how much you, you mix them up, there's going to be a drop more of something in this one and a drop more of something in this one. So therefore, each day is going to smell different. And if you put in a half a, a thing to a half that's left over, which you don't know what their proportion is anymore. So it's definitely going to smell differently. So FLPK, that seems to be that a Kabbalah was Mutan Shushavi. They didn't know that. Okay. And that uh, you're not allowed to duplicate it for spelling it, even though it spells differently every day. But even for the intention that no matter what it's going to smell like, just any any proportion of that together is going to be awesome. Okay. Um, the Roshiva was uh, what's that lotion? We have it here, we're gonna have it again in uh in Rayakel. Like what do you mean? We're shame. I see I call the name of I call the name of Rosibishame. He says Bitsalo was 13 years old. And the reason he picked Bitsalo, Mashma, that's from the thing there, because he's Hur grandson, and he wanted someone from someone to sit up against the ego that he should be the one that builds the Michigan. Now, Hur is the one that died for the eagle to protect the to stop them from serving the eagle. So it could have been Uri, it could have been Bitzal. He picked Bitzal. Bitzal's 30 years old. Now, a young kid like that to build a Michigan is a little bit of a chutzpah if you want to be technical. I mean, you, know, you want someone that's a sage, it's an old man, that's someone that's experienced, and this and that. So he says, that I give, in other words, I want you to, you can see yourself that he's test him, you'll see. You, you want to see why I called on him? Because see, he has all the capabilities that I gave in him. And you have like, especially like in music or maybe in all talents, it's like that, that a person, it can be young, like they have what you call a child pro prodigy. Why do you call a child prodigy? Because the Benshim gave him certain kishrenes that even big people don't have. And like Mozart supposedly wrote his, his uppers at 12 or something, whatever he was there. Uh, why? Because he was old enough. And Bitsalo can build the Mishkan at 13 because he's old enough. And the way we see it, I mean, I don't uh, think that uh, every two-year-old baby knows how to turn on the computer and shut it off. So anything there, so obviously they can learn very fast how to intricate things. Okay. You give him all the all of the Okay. Then the Benjamin gave 
Shabbos. Again, before, this is the last mitzvah before the Eidah. And I think it fits with this way. You know, it's a Lomdisha Parsha. What do you mean it's a Lomdisha Parsha? It says, Why? When you're building the Mesa Mishkan, when you're building a Mishkan, you should still keep the Shabbos. You don't build on Shabbos. Rashi says, who? The Goyim. To teach the Goyim that why is Shabbos, uh, that Shabbos is so holy, that that makes Beit you holy. And that's why you can't build the base of Migdash as Shabbos. Okay. So we can make a kasha here. Like, you know, if that's the only reason, because the Goyim will see, and they'll make an error or whatever they'll see that I want, or I want them to see that, that that's what makes it, Shabbos makes you holy. The Goyim are not going to see me in the bed, though. We have the Anani covered. They can't see us. So if they can't even see us, so why am I worried? So why shouldn't the Bishbeis be there for Shabbos? So it has nothing to do with Lodas. <laughs> So maybe it's not really a reason that that's the I'm giving it to you to teach the world what makes you holy. <coughs> I think what they made me to does that by seeing Shabbos, that the Shabbos is a bris, they know that why you're holy. Because Shabbos is a thing to recognizing that I created the world. True, the guy may also have to require to remind to know, to know it, and this is part of a chelik vavedisov, possibly, or not, or maybe it's not. Maybe it wouldn't be anything if I don't. If I, I just don't who made. I don't know who made the world, right? But uh, they have to know that God made the world. It's that important, you know. What I'm saying, but the idea is that by us, it, this is the fact. There is no such thing to even think about. God is the creator of everything. Now, before God, there was nothing except God. And after God, he created whatever it is that he created. And that's a said that we have. And that's a said that, that, that makes us different than all the, than all the great. So that's his thing. So now it's such a holy thing so even for the base of English, you're not there, even the going can't see us. It's not because they should see that we're different. They see Shabbos makes us different. That's what they're going to see. But And of course, this the Sheshashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashash
in in the rest of the time. Only in six days did he create. After six days, he only uses things that were created already. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff. Why he did that, that I don't know. That's a, that I'm not, I have no thing there. But somehow, that's the, the belief that I have. That all the laws of nature that are put in there, that they haven't by themselves, were created in the six days. And those are the days that now can to control the world. There are no new peches that come into the world. Now, the keches that are here, the Obenishim can change. In other words, the weather, he can change any way he wants to because the weather is here. He can freeze, he can freeze the water uh, in three seconds, he can freeze it in four hours. Doesn't make a difference. It's up to him how he wants to freeze it, but he can freeze water. So things like that. Now, if you would have told us this thing, you know, it's we have a Lombardish thing. So then we have a question. We can build a, I, I, I trusted you before we made the ego that I can give you a thing which may, may have a question on what I'm saying. But I thought you can, you're still going to follow orders. And I had that confidence in you. But once you did the ego, I became questionable if you can do that anymore or that you did that in the first place. And therefore, when I told you the same mitzvah in the beginning of Ayakel, I told it to you straight, straight. Six days you do the work, seven days you rest. I don't care why, what, when. And I don't tell you any reasons. I don't tell you anything. Just that I said so. That's because I can't trust you. Always when I can trust you, with svaras, I can give you svaras. I mean, when you misuse the svaras, you start the table. But but you know, what happened? He's not here. The guy we don't see. Maybe we should be mutter to do. Then I have to start worrying about it. Moshe Rabbeinu was the what? What has that got to do with the eagle? No, it's much Moshe Rabbeinu. There's a bug in the beginning of. Uh, uh, by Malachim, by when they break the kingdom, by Rechav, by Rav Meyavot. And he comes out, why did the Rav Meyavot pick the Agolim, to set up Agolim? Uh, you know, in, 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 in the Malchus Israel. And he brought a raya from the Midbar, that the Midbar, where you were looking for a replacement for Moshe Rabbeinu or for the Mishkan, they didn't have a Mishkan yet. So you want to place for Shreis Hashchina, the best place for Shreis Hashchina is an eagle. And that's what he brought from the Midbar. And uh, except that the difference of the so Akashi didn't work, right? So he said, no, that, that, that's, it didn't work because they had Eirevrav there, people who used to have Eirevrav. So that's why it didn't work. But we, we, not, you, we, don't, we don't do Eirevrav. So we're not precious ourselves that we're going to turn it into Eirevrav. Obviously they did. So obviously he was wrong in that, but that was what he, his Kavana was. Now, I don't know if I'm to think that your loved one was innocent. Yeah. That, uh, what do you call it? We are I mean, No, what's the Tsunabi? 
what was in Novi at that time? Uh, who who's been Kabul from David? Yes, that he was Mikabal from he was the one by the by the by the base of English. He wrote a letter uh, so by, by the breaking off that you can believe Achel. I mean you can believe for you love him. That you know he doesn't mean we call the Shem of and stuff like that. Uh, but Lamaisa, uh obviously he did. So I mean whatever it is, this uh, he they fooled. Uh, well, Yehovah knew what he was doing. He, he was doing because he didn't want them to go to to Beis If it's a question, they go into to a to a Mishkan or Beis Hamikdash, which which has all the glory and everything else and going in front of a, 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 a what he called an ego. I mean, of course, I'm going to Beis Hamikdash. And what's going to stop the people going to Beis Hamikdash? So obviously, for that reason, he documented. But uh, but the mice, that was why they picked an ego. Well, I was able to convince the people to pick the they to use an ego. Huh? Okay. Now the people, whatever chat is in its choice from the day that they made. Um so uh, you don't find who mentioned anymore. At the end of uh, of uh, Mishpatim, uh, Moshe told them, "Here, I'm leaving Aaron Chur for you. That you can ask him anything you want, and also you only find Aaron involved because Chur was actually killed. Now, he wanted to stop them and didn't stop them. And why did Aaron not let himself be killed? Because he said he thought it was be and then if you, you kill it's not a good thing. And the Koyin in this particular case was Chur because he was a Bechor. This is before the Egel. And Aaron was the Navi. Those are the two. Okay. So, so, Aaron, so Aaron thought he'd be able to delay him until Moshe Rabbeinu comes, which is the next day. So he says, okay, give me, get the jewelry from your... Wife and kids. Now, the wife and kids didn't give him the jewelry, right? So he said, give him, they bought him the jewelry that they had, not that the wife and kids, the wife and kids weren't giving any jewelry for others. Uh, the wives were sure not. I spoke along some of the Azovich about Nahum, only what's in their eyes, and they bought it her, and their ears, man, and they bought it her. Anyway, and he threw it in, and then later on he describes it. That he just threw it into the fire and, and out walked an ego. It's not that it was a golden calf, I formed it and everything else. An ego walked out. No, so. And he built the thing there and he says, uh, and again, uh, it's, a, it, it's only a shayla of, of, uh, of, of a mokim for has nothing to do that the, the angel is a god in itself at the moment, right? It's a shrek, Moshe is not here. He's the mok, Moshe What are you going to do? Uh, we needed something else to, to represent, right? And he said, Chag tomorrow. doesn't say yet, right? Uh, 
they sat down to eat, and then they got up to do Avedizora, uh, whatever else is in Shatan, whatever Litzachit means. But then we pashed as Avedizora. That's all. Okay. So why did it happen like that? And I think what simply happened is everybody is part of this thing. Now, for the first part, everybody was there. They all came with them a complaint to Moshe Rabbeinu. You have to, Moshe's not here. I mean, to Aaron, Moshe's not here. We need a substitute. He made him a substitute. Um, and for that, they brought up Corbonus and everything else, which is very good. It's all of a sudden the Erev took a look and said, you know, I see these guys are dancing in front of an ego. You know, we'll teach them what to do in front of an ego. And then they went in to do the Maizim of Avidizore in front of the ego. And that's when they came Sahi. And what did the people do at that point? They just sat down on the corner and they said, and put their head in their hands and said, oh, wait, what can you do? How are we going to stop this? And they can't stop it. They froze because they let it get out of hand by themselves. Once it's out of hand, they can't control it. You have to control it before it gets out of hand. That was the mistake they made because it got out of control when it was mutmuta, when they were talking about korbanis and stuff like that. It's only when they came in, the Egorav that made it mishugi. Okay. And that's why when Moshe Rabbeinu Benjamin tells Moshe Lechei who's your nation? Your nation is the Erev Told you don't take him out because you first have to have a solid foundation. You can't take it. That's why he didn't take out the Hamu, only a fifth one out of Mitzrayim. Because you can't take out people that are not committed. You can't start a religion without committed people. And therefore, when you want to bring in uh, people ate of Rav, uh, they're also not committed. Okay, they, they, they saw an S, they saw Nisim, so they, they won over for a minute, but when they think the pressure will get too big, you don't know what will be. And that's what the basic told. Moshe, on the other hand, saw, saw, saw enthusiasm, and that ah, can't be. He's not arguing with the Benjamin. That's something. The idea is, but the idea, but he he thought it was a good idea. Okay. And the manager then tells about the the um, the main chesolim of Klal Yisrael. On one hand, what we say is the main chesolim, on the same hand is the main maidler. Well, what do people say? No matter what they do to us, we're not going to, we are an amcheire. We're tough, we're, we're stiff necked people. We don't give in to anybody. We're stubborn. Whatever it is that keeps us in on the swamp. In other words, we don't give in to you. We don't keep, we don't let them handle it. Oh, yeah. But at the same token, it's 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 the thing that the stubborn, whatever is a harangeret, that that this is right, they they don't get off it 
for a while. That's the problem that also happens that you have to know when to be able to move. And she, not that you can be bounced around because that's not a good nightmare. But the idea is that you should know when the truth is and that's, that that will change your mind. Okay. And that it's not a it's not a point of being stubborn. That's a point. Uh, and when he when Moshe, when the Benishim says to Moshe, leave me alone and I will kill them. So Moshe Rabbeinu said, leave me alone. I wasn't touching you. All of us, I see that it means that I can stop you. Okay, which is by Hashem, he started to pray. Okay. And he prayed with one type of betrayal. When you talk about this more, when you get to Maraglam, but this is the betrayal that Lomi. Uh, what he called that's the uh, that was the the thing that Pilate told him. So therefore, we can't let them. It's time say that you're going to kill them in the mid because uh, I told them that's not going to happen. So it can't happen. Otherwise, the going will say they were right. So on that, the Rabbeinah um, accepted it. I am not going to destroy you now. That's all he said at this moment. We'll see what it means. Anyway, Moshe Rabbeinah goes down with the two Luchis, and he uh, sees them, and he throws, uh, well, before, before he does that, okay. Uh, he says, "Is Yeshua?" I tell the conversation in between the point of the luchis and his Moshe throwing it on the floor. It tells you a conversation between Yeshua and Moshe. Yeshua says to Moshe, "I hear a, 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 a sound of war in the mount in the in the mountain, right? Because he hears the noise and the, the, the commotion that was taking place of the eagles, every day." And Moshe answers him back. You don't have, uh, there's no sound of victory, and there's no sound of defeat. All you hear is a sound. And therefore, it's not, it's not, it has nothing to do with war. He says, well, she asks, what has this got to do? I mean, you're talking about such an important instance here about the ego and the conversation, what happened. And Millie really put in a, a strange conversation between Moshe and Yeshua. What, what's the necessity of it? He told them, he teaches for all generations. You know, we know there's a din, we, can, we have to be down the cuffs for us. You know, you always have to be judged for, this, for, you know, for the benefit of the doubt. Give the guy the benefit of that. Not a leader. A leader has no right to give the benefit of the doubt. But if that's the case, they'll, they'll take the, the whole world will fall apart for us before he acts. He's supposed to realize what this could mean and has to react to prevent it. If it's not it, it's terrific. So I don't have any problem. But if it is, I have prevented it. But that to assume that it's not it, that's a bad thing. Um, they always tell over about kids, you know, uh, it's quiet upstairs. So what does the parents say? Oh, the kids are doing homework. You're crazy, parents. If you didn't go up and look, see what the kid is doing. You think they're doing homework? You don't think they're on the computer? You don't think they're doing something they shouldn't be doing? What makes you think they're on the, they're, they're doing homework? 
Oh, because it's quiet, because you're down like up source. You're a parent. You can't be down like up source. It's your job to teach them. So you have to know what they're doing. So you got to get up and walk upstairs and find out. Oh, oops. Oh, I see you're doing your homework. Oh, good. They're not doing the homework. What are you doing? And that's it. Okay. Anyway, he, he grinds up the ego. He uh, divides it among the people, I guess, to make the, the ones who actually served it, who died from it, whatever. It doesn't say any more died than the 3,000 later on, but again. Okay. Um, yeah. And that's what it says over here. They gave me the gold. And this ego just walked out. Okay, so he came into the machine and he said, Mila Hashem Eloi, and the Kobane Levi came over. Okay, and that means that in other Shvotim, no matter which Shavit, at least one person was Chote, an, an actual person, a relative, of, an actual person of the Shavit. Okay. And, okay. Okay. Obviously, it doesn't mean a true brother or not. It means like, you know, stepbrother or somebody like that who could have been from the Erevrav or even from the Adishvatim of Belamaisa that they were Chayim Misa. Okay, but not from Shevet Levi itself because there's Kobane Levi. So Kobane Levi is everybody that was a Levi who came over to them. And then Moshe Rabbeinu goes back to, to pray to Akodesh Bochu and, and the Benisha answers him that a different thing. I'm saying, uh, a day that I remember, I will remember this sin. So at this point, yet before before he was regard the 80 more days that Moshe Rabbeinu went up to actually get to Luther Shneos, at that point, there was this anger in the world. He, he's not going to kill him now. That's what he said. But what remained was that I will punish them when I punish them. What does it mean like this? Uh, let's say Malchus, when you give a person Malchus, right? So you're supposed to give him 39. Does it make a difference how hard you hit him? There's a din how you're supposed to hit him. But what happens if the guy didn't do it? You're supposed to give it with all your strength, right? Like putting a 90 year old guy to do the, the hitting also, right? And put a little uh, guy who is a very strong guy, a uh, 20-year-old, a 25-year-old, and, and he, he'll smash down and be one type of smash. And a 100-year-old is going to smash, ain't going to be a big smash. So it'll be a big difference in the, in the type of uh, shpach. And they're still going to sit considered one because you hit me. That's the thing. How hard you hit me, you hit me. 
And that's what counts. So Rabbeinu says, I'm going to, on the day when I'm going to hit you, at that time I'm going to remember, and that punch, that hit, will be a very hard hit. It won't be like I would give you at that time, maybe I don't, didn't want to hit you very hard then, but because I'm putting in the angel also, I'm going to increase that, that patch to increase the behavior. And that's the difference. Like if a person gives a patch, you say no, no to a kid, right? So you don't even hurt the kid. You just put your hands on him and say no, no, right? What happens if you're angry at the kid? You're going to give a slap and stuff. That's the point, what it means. You're going to make it angry. And that's, and that's when he's going to remember to give me the punishment for the ego. But it won't be a separate punishment. And if they never deserve another punishment, it never would happen. Then he tells them, I want you to go up. Okay, you're going to to the land of relative soil now. And uh, but I'm only sending the shliach. I'm not coming. And here you have Moshe Rabbeinu's in the fires of Kodesh Baruch when he wanted to say that you promised me that I found faith in your eyes and stuff like that. And you, you told me that. And how am I ever going to know that if you don't come? Whatever it is there. But Kral Yisrael felt terrible because the Benjamin took away all the malochim, whatever, this extra special uh, crowns that they gave them. They they uh, they took away not because they did the ego and so on, and they had tremendous tzibochim. Uh, and Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to show that God is angry at them, so he moved his uh, his oil outside the camp. And he what are you think there? I have nothing to do. You want to come to me? You want to ask God? I'll I'll, I'll be there, but I'm not coming to you. And the Abenshim tells him he must go back because if I'm angry and you're angry, then who's going to save them? Who's going to take care of the Klai's stuff? So we can't just dump them. The Abenshim doesn't just dump Klai's stuff. We have to have someone taking care of them. And that's what we're always responsible, no matter how bad they are. doesn't make a difference or how much they think. It's our job to, to do something about it and to try and to massacre them. And that's why he told Moshe to go back. And, and it says in, in Yeshua, he never left the oil. How long are we talking about? Even if we talk about Moshe Rabbeinu going up, uh, up again, if he went up right away, it seems, he went up right after the 40 days, right after he came down. You know, he already going through his 80 days. Uh, it comes out to Yom Kippur. 80 days coming out twice, 40 days more, and then 40 days again, which is the starts in Elul, the last 40 days in Elul. And then the first 40 days was in Shivos Bitam, Shibin Tishiba, right, in Tishiba alone. So now, time we're still down here that time, okay.
So he says, so how many days was he in the oil? The oil wasn't there that many days. It couldn't have been there many days. Very pretty short time. Uh, his total learning by Moshe Rabbeinu was what? Two years? Before we went into the Midbar. I mean, obviously, there were 40 years in the Midbar. But before we went into the Midbar, how long was it? Moshe Rabbeinu came down. Within the year, they were leaving Mitzrayim, right? So how long, how long was the atonement? But that's what it takes, that, that is with it to make commitment, that's what it takes to become a commitment. The commitment. The Rambam says in the that it says uh, he showed him his back and not his front. Benisham has no back, he has no front, doesn't make a difference. The Benisham is equal all over. That's the point of infinity. Everybody is equal. What it means is, he says, I'm going to give you a bigger understanding of me, but I can't give you the true understanding of Akkadish Bohu. Because you can't understand something that could be someone that's finite. Meshabainu is, is, is a human being, beginning and end. And infinity is only the way God. So you can't understand infinity. So therefore, and he divides it to understand face that if you see people, you can definitely define <coughs> one person for another one by seeing their face. You know who it is. Clearly, if you know the person, if you know the person, they all look like him and look like him. But if you know the person, there's no doubt. But if you see someone from the back, there are many people that look the same. Not, there's obviously a lot of differences, but there's a guy, every six foot black haired, a guy with the same build or whatever it is, is gonna look the same from the back. And therefore, for the back, that much, but you can see I'm not as, as five footer. You can see I'm not a 10 footer. You can see that, that much you can see, right? But the mice, but to understand completely that I'm different, that I'm, I'm always be right. Or sometimes you say, ooh, I thought you were someone else, right? That's where you make a mistake when you see someone from the back. And that's the point that you can't completely understand God. That's the that's way the Rambam explains the, this conversation. Then the Benisham tells him, I want you now, this after the 80 days, I want you to go make the new luches, right? And in these luches, you're going to make the, 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 the luches, you're going to carve them out. I will do the writing. So the writing is going to be the same writing as it was on luches Rishonis. That was just written from both sides, whatever that, whatever that means. But... Uh, but the uh, but they, we both have the same uh, what it was, yeah. uh, and 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 the and the chips of these sapphires these were sapphire chips, so these Moshe was able to keep. Moshe Rabbeinu did not go borrow clothes in his time, and therefore he uh, he lost out on that. He won't his own 
in the Uratz Mish Yasef and the thing there. Uh, but uh, he was Isaac Uratz Mish Yasef. But the, uh, uh, when he brought, so therefore the mention rewarded him that he had the chips from the second Luchas that he chipped, that he knocked the Luchas out of the mountain, or whatever he got it from, wherever the bench showed him they were. So those chips he kept. And taught him Hashem Hashem, and the Gimomidais, which I do with the two with children. Okay, then he gives him a short synopsis of a bunch of mitzvahs trees that we use homemade and stuff like that. Yes, and in his bottom. Really for Shabbos. Yeah. It's written three times in the Taylor. And again, always at the end of such a type of a parsha, that it's a list of a bunch of mitzvahs that we're giving. And the uh, and the point is to tell you that it's also Achille, it's also in the Bishl itself, and it's also in Hanoi. It's not only what he wrote. No, we we no, it's Hanoi, and I think we not really sure the Jews going to do. Uh, heat for sure not. I know you also probably not. Now we open up a restaurant, uh, uh, kosher style restaurant where you give my mishmosics and flashings together, meaning mishmosics and flashings from the Kalim or something. Wouldn't even do that, right. But the mole, you can actually cook it. And I have no intention of cooking, and it's all awesome. And things you have to watch out for is years ago, I don't, I guess, you know, when you have the exhaust fans in the house, some of them, it depends how high they are from the pot, from the pot top. And it, it draws up uh, the, the steam. If it happens to be flashics, it happens to be milchics, and because in the Vashem, most of the whole of it at the time, because they leave a Thing on the uh, on the material it's on the metal itself, it's going to leave a uh, type of band, and that thing is going to be milchiks and flashings. And because of that, you're going to have a you're going to be able to, the singing of the mice of bishul, even though you're not having any enjoyment out of it, and you don't want to do it, you never had intention to do it, but you're doing it. And that's the point that you have to remember. You have to be careful about that. Make sure either it's high enough 
that it doesn't stick over there, or maybe it doesn't come hot enough, so it doesn't cook. When it gets hard over there, uh, I think you need at least 18 inches or something. And I'm not too on the, on the measurements of that thing there. If not, you keep the first two burners on your oven. Going to be milkwigs or flashings, and the back ones will be the other one. Well, the first two can be all four, but the, uh, the back ones can only be one. Yeah. Again, we, we, we find in, um, in the Haftar of Pinchas uh, that Leo also had a situation where he didn't eat for 40 days. And there it tells him the Malach tells them, eat and drink because you, go, you have a big trip ahead of you and that trip is 40 days and 40 nights. And whatever it is, it made that the food lasted him 40 days and 40 nights. That means he needed food, but instead of having to eat it one time, he was able to eat it one time and that lasted him 40 days and 40 nights. Moshe Rabbeinu became a Malach when he went up to Shabbat and he didn't need feed food at all. That means for 40 days, he did, it was, he did not need food. <coughs> okay. Then the Rabbanish made the nest of the Karenai Panot. Actually, tell you, I understand why I don't. It's just the point that, that everybody in Kalyusa should see Kloh, that Moshe Rabbeinu is different than anybody else. And this obviously is a godly thing. You know? It's not a normal thing. It can't happen. It looked like two horns coming out. Uh, you know, we see some pictures. It's just like, you know, coming out of, over the corner of the ears. Exactly what, what the point of it is, I don't know. But it definitely showed them enough to make them afraid to come next to him. And when he, when he taught them Taylor, he taught it them they had to see the full glory of the Taylor, the full care of the Taylor that he has. And that's it before they couldn't know what he bought. He can't just hide themselves from it. But when he finished, that they covered, some as they covered, that he covered it up. There's no coverage. And the same when she gave me a gift, it was the only because of them anyway. There's no point in taking sick thing that comes from a Kodesh Bohu. Doesn't mean anything over there. So the, uh, the tells that he told them over and over the Torah. And he, and he always protected himself with this. We want to say and poem anymore. I hope it was a beautiful poem by everybody. It was a, it was, it was a wonderful yontif. And the mirza shem shemizeichotake the biyaskel tzedek the meir biyamenu. What he called it. I mean, coming to the the kodesh aguba. Of the Sunday running world, maybe he came in East and he should have come again in East. Be well, everybody. Have good shots. Mm -hmm.